0: It's Monday, May 25th, 2009, and you're listening to the Sherry SherryCast at SherryCast.com, cherie com. show number 38. I have on the phone Sherry. Mom, how are you?
1: I'm great, Todd. Uh, we're hunkered down here with uh, 61 degrees in Michigan.
0: On Memorial Day. On Memorial Day. <laughs> on and,
1: Memorial it's, day. <laughs> yep.
0: and it's cold. Well, I've been sweating here all day. It's been in the high 80s, so... Well, we uh, we haven't done a show since April 18th, so we're a little over a month uh, from the last show. I think we're running about uh, we're running about par, about a month between shows. Right. But uh, one thing that happened over the be, between uh, the last show and this show was that I wanted to uh, upgrade your website, I actually upgrade WordPress, so that uh, we'd be on the current version of WordPress, and when I upgraded, I overwrote your template by mistake, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, couldn't find uh, where I had anything backed up, so you've got a new template on your website, and uh, so... Right,
1: instead of pushing up daisies, we're kind of, uh, we have a tropical picture in there.
0: Yeah, so... Uh,
1: kind of a frumpy picture of me, too bad, was but it, anyway...
0: It I think it was your last visit, hanging out at yep. the beach, and we went to the beach yep. with the kids, so... Those of you that are a uh, fabulous
1: day it's a wonderful day in my memory, so it's great to have that on there, just listening to the ocean. I mean what's more fun than kids playing in the sand and running around and shoka walking in the in the edge of the water and beaches sitting on a at the beach just oh my gosh just just heaven.
0: Well, I tell you, it's um, I've been working on. Uh, actually, my team has been working on an update to the PowerPress plugin. Of course, your site is using uh, the PowerPress plugin for podcasting, and uh, we've got. Uh, well, I can probably say something here because I don't know who all's listening, but we've got this cool new feature where it's going to allow people to essentially have a three-step publishing. Uh, it's going to be easy as podcasting. Going to be as simple as one, two, three, and uh, we've. Uh, We've really worked hard to make it easier for folks that are new to podcasting, so I'm excited to be uh demoing that here probably this week sometime we're gonna get the get it released and get the announcements out. I'm pretty excited about that so when when we get this all done, I might actually have this down to a science where you can actually record the show and do it so uh we'll have to see how that goes
1: well, Todd, I'll tell you your team is so forward thinking and this is such a such a major major program that you're releasing and you know i I know it's going to be just super popular
0: yeah i I think we've we've really come full circle and it really completes the plug-in um there's still probably some stuff we'll be able to add but i don't see us having to work on it for a while and uh, that's good because we got a lot of other things cooking too but anyway your new website designs up everybody make sure to check it out at sherrycast.com of course today you can email mom at sherrycast at gmail.com, C H E R I E cast at gmail.com. So, what's, I know you and I have been talking, but I've been on the road, uh, busy as always. You've been busy. What's, I know there's a whole bunch of stuff you've been doing. Let's, right. And I got your list here. What uh, What's the story with this, the new normal? What's What's the word on that?
1: Well, a customer actually kind of coined that phrase, and I, I just I said, stop, stop, and I went and wrote it down because I just loved that phrase. Um, she had uh, kind of also gone through some, uh, uh, they had lost a parent and were, uh, family was trying to make decisions about what to do with the house and, you know, all the things that had quite a, like me, they'd had uh, quite a long time of caring for a grandma that was dying, and, um, you know, all that goes with the, it's just so heart-wrenching, and so she and I had been, you know, every time I was there, kind of comparing notes about how our our parents were doing, and she, I lost my mom, of course, in, in in March, and they lost their mom then, I think, in April, and so the last time I was there, she said, well, do you have a new normal yet? And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, she said are you adjusting to the new normal? And I just thought that was said so much because in a when your life is continually changing and you've been focusing on uh how, how do I want to say it? Um focusing on just getting through each day almost like waiting uh waiting for death to come you know seeing that your loved ones die by inches all that kind of thing as opposed to Bob who was boom you know taken out with an accident right um, it's it's both sides of the spectrum for me so now it's getting used to the new normal which is uh, they're gone right you know and and so I'm kind of the it now and uh, of course Jim is with me but um it's it's. I don't know. Am I am I into the new normal? Am I used to it? No.
0: But the you know, the question is. So you know your your situation is a little different because you're actually caretaking for Jim. Right. And so it's not like you have your life back completely, but you partially do. Right.
1: Would right. you say? And at least we haven't got. You're not agonizing over those. You know. In fact, uh, gosh, the other night. I don't remember, somebody called me late, and uh, you still have that twinge, <gasps> you know, when that phone rings at 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night, I'm still, I still jump to think that it's, um, and and then I know, no, 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 you know, they're not, It's this isn't the call because I've already had that call, you know, it's not the the call that they're, they're dying, or something, you know. I mean, and you just live in almost in fear of those phone calls, right? It till you get by there. So, my new normal hasn't re- removed those, <laughs> those conditions <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: yet, or conditioning things. So, uh, but it's a it's just it's just different, I don't know. is it easier? I don't know, it's different,
0: I think the country's facing the new norm too. we've got yes, yeah, it's uh you know i and it's real it's real odd, you know and it's I hate to say it because I know there's a lot of people out there hurting, but everywhere I go, I ask folks that I meet, how's the economy? How are you doing, and rarely I mean maybe it's the people i'm running into i don't know but rarely are they saying they're in trouble but yet we're hearing about so many people being in trouble and i know that uh, your, a lot of your customers uh, their husbands are out of work because of the it, it being down there around south bend where all the you know mobile trailers were being the you know the travel trailers and stuff were being right. built but what are you know are you are are people saying anything on that are you hearing anything and what are you seeing
1: well, the interesting thing is, and i, I was reminded by someone li- lately because uh thank goodness my business it's it's uh it's not quite as heavy as it was, but it's uh in fact, I've picked up additional customers uh but see what we fail to realize is that even at ten or twelve percent uh or down there, I think they even had thirteen percent um unemployment. You still got eighty seven to ninety two percent or ninety percent of the people working
0: yeah that's true
1: and um uh, the other thing is that um certain industries have been hit, and then of course the administration wants to wipe out big money so and I don't know anybody with big money. <laughs> mm-hmm. none of my friends have lost their million dollar jobs or anything so right um it's but it's very Um, I think people underlying have a lot of fear uh, or trepidation about the future. But, you know, my customers are very resilient. Right. And, um, for example, uh, there goes my cell phone. (laughs) Uh, One of my uh, customers who...
0: You want to take that and tell me to call him back or...
1: I'll let it go on the voicemail, but okay. it's just going to be noisy for a minute. One of my customers, um, whose husband was laid off, they started making fry pri- fry pies, which I guess how do I describe what a fry pie is? They're delicious. They're they're like um, maybe they would take a circle of pie dough, maybe six inches around, for example. They put uh, a delicious regular pie filling in the middle, flap it over, and so you've got a quarter, okay, what do I want to say? You've got a a little pie, kind of like you would get at McDonald's, only three times or four times bigger.
2: Right, right, right. And
1: with real filling inside of it. And she went to the flea market today. I called her tonight. Good grief, they sold out by 10 o'clock. You know, so... um, People who are innovative are just sh- shifting gears to some other kind of business or work. Right. And um, I, she said uh, they were. she got up at, at um, 1 o'clock this morning to make pies, got down to the flea market, was sold out by 10, and I called her a little while ago, and they're making pies again for tomorrow.
0: Oh, so they're probably ecstatic then about the, you know, bringing yeah. some... So and that,
1: exhausted. <laughs> oh, no, <sure. laughs> of course, they only got two days a week of flea market. So, right. Uh, I've got. I was going to pick up uh, fruit, frozen black raspberries, uh, red raspberries, sweet cher- sour cherries, things like that for her, for others for pies. And I called to see if she needed some filling, and she did.
0: By the way, um, I know you had a visitor on Mother's Day, but you also had a yep. special delivery on Mother's Day. How 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 did mm-hmm. that delivery go?
1: Uh, I had uh, some fabulous Hawaiian flowers delivered, and they're just incredible. In fact, here we are uh, pushing into the end of the month, and I had to take a few of them out that had kind of slowed down. But Todd, thank you for these <laughs> huge, breathtaking arrangements. Um, I know it set you back a pretty penny because they don't ship those real cheap, but I mean, the box was like four feet long, <laughs> and they they just wrap them like uh, they put moisture in there, and they're just wrapped in plastic, and they're just breathtaking. So thank you. And, and I still have this huge, what would be still considered a huge bouquet, and I probably had to take about half of them out, and, and uh, there was like Birds of Paradise and all those.
0: If, any, if anybody Endurance. wants to know where they could get some of those next year, all they have to do is email me, and I'll turn them on to the service. But you had a uh, you had a guest too, right? Uh,
1: yep. Uh, and it kind of worked out. It was kind of interesting that it so happened to be Mother's Day. But uh, Eric from uh, Channel Erk, C H A N N E L E R K, Erk dot com, whom um, uh, I had become acquainted with because. Um, he first heard me on um, your 24-hour podcast a couple years ago. Right. And then his mom and him do a podcast together, Blessed from the Past. His mom's name is Judy. So we And I was on his mother's birthday show. So we've kind of become email friends and podcast listeners to each other, so to speak. So he came to visit the United States on his dream trip, for three months he landed in LA and then he's making this big white circle uh coming he came east across country New York and then back circling back. So I had said to him now when you if you get like he said he's gonna be in Chicago and heading up to New York so that's kind of the path I'm on. I said, I'll buy you supper or whatever you want, you know. Please if you care to come by. So he did and um we had a great time. We did a podcast. Actually, his show 194 um, was we did here at my kitchen table, and um, it was just it was just great fun. And we went over to one of the local pubs and had supper, and and uh, and then he went on about his adventure visiting podcasters and people he's met up with. Isn't that amazing?
0: That's a great trip. It's, I'm super jealous.
1: <laughs> yes. And and he's got, already got all these friendships, you know, of of people throughout. So he gets the little inside scoop of all the local stuff,
2: you right. know. Yeah.
1: And uh, he's a stranger in a country with a bunch of friends, so to speak. Already, you know, already there for him. So it was great fun, and and um, and we just, in in fact, his mom sent me a really nice email, uh, Gmail. Uh, about um uh, the show and and uh, said she wished she'd of course been here with us,
0: well, she'll have to come another time,
1: yep, I think she, her health is it makes it hard for her to travel, but it's not ever nothing is ever impossible, is it?
0: That's very true, so that's good. I'll have to check. I haven't listened to it yet. I was actually looking for it, but now that you gave me the uh, the number, I know number. where to go. Well, you have a big, big event coming up, as I'm looking at the calendar here, just about a little less than a month from now. Yes. Uh, you got the estate sale, I guess that that would
1: be the best way to say it. I guess we'd call it that. I've been cleaning, editing, throwing away, boxing for the last, oh, good grief, last, how long has it been?
0: Uh, It's been a couple months.
1: A couple months, down at my folks'. Um, Try. I, of course, had the fear that things had already walked off from my dad's tool room. I don't know, you know, so I just knew that given the fact that these barns are just full of stuff and the house, even though one of the neighbors that had helped with my mom had stayed in the house to kind of, you know, protect it, so to speak, right. from the ravages of people coming by, um I've just it just been working 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 because my dad should have had a sale of his equipment back when he quit farming.
0: Yeah, should have sold it all right then.
1: Yep. And he admitted later he should have done that.
0: Well, of course he thought I was coming home and
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And you know, of course I have this saying, you know, which uh if you want to get even with your kids, don't throw anything away from now till the day you die. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's been, it's just been, it has been a trip. It's just been, oh my gosh. Uh, For example, example, last week, Friday, um, I had to go to the dentist in the morning. So I'd already had three of my local neighbor Amish kids come. Gary, who has been, been my, you know, the trusted helper who, no, he goes to... He and his wife are antique buffs, and he, you know, was mentored by Bob, so, you know, he's like a family member. He got down there before I did with his front-end loader, and we worked for four and a half hours. That's about all you can take, five of us, working like beavers, sorting, uh, taking wheelbarrow loads of trash, and I mean trash, to a dump hole that we've got, boxing the stuff that is um, saleable and putting uh, coughing and sneezing from all the dust and the dirt. I mean like probably what? Maybe some of those are like thirty year old piles of stuff or something. Oh so. I'm
0: sure I'm sure some <laughs> of the stuff he's got in the back of that barn hasn't been actually been huh. able to got been able to actually been reached by human hands in twenty five years.
1: Yes. And because he had, as got got as he got less mobile, right through the years, you know, he if he uh, emptied, we'll say, uh, oh, um, an a oil container, or it was maybe a chemical for the field, or um, uh, antifreeze, or something like that, yep. or maybe it was just a insurer, a can of insurer, you know, that he drank while he was out there, just threw him. You know, just threw them in a pile. So here's all this pile, you know, stuff of just trash, literally trash. And you can't be sure that that whole pile is trash because there may be treasure in amongst this pile.
0: And there usually is.
1: Yes. And then, of course, as we go through there, then me being the, the, what I want to call, antique buff or the, you know, like, oh! oh, my gosh, you know, I remember this, you know, or whatever. Look at this, look at this, you know, some old, old tool. And then Gary, being that he is so smart about antiques, and and we look and we get something, and he goes, do you think you know what this is? And I go, I haven't a clue. Do you know Gary? And he goes, "Nope." And then if it looks pretty interesting, we think, better keep it because that's probably a lot older. (laughs) that either one of us did not know what some little tool does. It's kind of scary. So it's just, you know, and, and I'm trying to anticipate what do Todd and Chantel want, you know. Right. What kind of things do I keep that will be of interest to you? And so, you know, I call you regularly. Do you want this? Do you want that? Yep. And Chantel has decided she wants the... Let's see, 1959 Volkswagen convertible <laughs> that's in the barn, and we're going to sell the. I think, or is it 1960? We're going to sell the Austin.
0: What year's that? Did we figure out?
1: That that one I think is 1959 for sure. Okay. And uh, that is a mini. About that would fit maybe one and a half of those would fit inside a mini today. I think.
0: Right. <laughs> it's tiny.
1: Yeah. And um of course all the, the old tractors and, and I'm keeping some odds and ends of things. There's a farm all cub that's very collectible everybody would like to buy but that I cultivated corn with when I was a kid and
0: It's just too cute. Can't sell that.
1: Can't sell that. No. Besides which if everything is I always say one of my favorite sayings or my mother's favorite sayings, if things go to hell in a handbasket we can still plant a huge garden.
0: <laughs> that's true. <laughs>
1: We can plow it with a little tractor.
0: (laughs) So it's just been one thing after the other. And
1: And in the process, Todd, since I have just agonized over all this work, unnecessary in some respects, then it has also brought me to edit... (laughs) Some of my barns. Oh, and yeah. That, not as much in the house, maybe, as I should, but definitely.
0: So there's going to uh, be some of your stuff in the sale, too. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. good, so I don't have to dig through that stuff in 40 years.
1: Right. You got it. <laughs> 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 so, I, you know, I t- tell you and Chantel, well, you're still going to have a big mess when it comes sometime, but some of this stuff will be gone. And I actually have uh, the lamb barn out behind the garage that to you guys once kept your lambs in, which became Bob's storage space for everything from lumber to uh, tire rims and uh, oh my gosh, what all else was out there, you know his little uh, uh, his surplus stuff when he was building something. Right. So uh, and there was like uh, furnace uh, p- uh, piping, you know, uh, ductwork. You know, really good. Sounds that like changed. he was
0: a little, doing a little bit of uh, hoarding himself.
1: Right. And, you know, Bob, I, I know we're all kind of pack rats. Yeah. Bob was the ultimate pack rat. He never threw anything away. Oh, and Grandpa did he never complained when I threw his stuff away. Right. You know, his desk would get, like, four inches tall, and... I would go in there with a waste basket and you know a lot of times I would say, Is this trash, is this trash or whatever? But I always would edit his stuff. But it's easier to do other people's than your own. Right. You know, I could tell right away what Bob had that was trash. But my stuff was good. Of course. <laughs> Aren't we like that? Yeah, always. <laughs> So I'm trying to look at a lot of this stuff with a uh, what what is the iron uh, you know and, and
0: and maybe when it's all done maybe you'll have a dollar or two or fifty or a hundred when the sale's all over and you'll be able to use that to tear the house down right
1: I'm hoping we make enough on the sale to cover demolishing the the broken down home that's falling apart <laughs> 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 that is my hope <laughs>
0: oh gosh
1: oh so sad so very sad
0: and you've had a little bit you've been helping the next door neighbors they're getting ready to put in a new trailer right so that's that's been and we're very
1: excited and and all this is going on at once they uh they have had uh her husband who died before my dad did and they were great friends he was a as bad or worse a pack rat than my folks so now they are editing huge huge cleaning and trying to get this the trailer they lived in emptied to beat the deadline of when they come with the new one, or the new, they're actually getting a double-wide. Right. So and I, of course, had told them back when, because they're such dear friends, I told them, okay, you guys, you can store stuff over here and stay in this house till yours is up, then you can move back in. Mm-hmm. Now, now, we don't know. Are they going to have to move their stuff into the barn? I mean, move it <laughs> one more time, because we're looming on the deadline of, of my sale to, and not knowing if their new home will be finished. So it's, all, it's just all in God's hands. we are we're not, I'm not agonizing over it. It's what it is it is. Right. So we've got people across the road, and I think it's inspired them to... Clean because their daughter, uh, Gail's daughter, uh, Bert has helped me I, in my, uh, to my folkses. Hmm. I fill the trash bags. She hauls them upstairs. Her son throws them in the truck. Right. You know, or downstairs, or upstairs, or whatever room we've been working in. So they have been a huge help, and uh, they've seen you know, and they and she said we got the same thing over at our house. So. Is it just us Michiganders? Are we the only pack rats in the world? I, think, I don't know. You see
0: these shows with people that have houses with paper stacked to the ceilings? Mm. You know, and I see Shoko loves, she's a pack rat with paper. <laughs> and I, <laughs> Whoa, it, you know, yeah. and I have to, when she went on vacation, I mean, like, I was like, woohoo, because I went on a cleaning binge, you know. I, uh-huh, uh-huh. And half the stuff I got, she she doesn't even know it's gone. Right. And, uh,
1: That's how Bob would be.
0: They and I, even it, know. it wasn't like it was a lot but maybe like a a box a box of stuff you know right and uh she said oh well, you know don't throw that away i'll get to it i'll read through it and she yeah she reads through it but then it just goes in another pile and I was thinking well, when, <laughs> right. if i can't carry stuff out in 25 years this house will fill up you know so that's i have right. to <laughs> that's right and she she, she, would that it... do... I, that's you... she would never let i that's terrible she would never she would never let it get that bad but you know, I know. but you know that's but how. it's
1: like, uh, okay, you get what? Like they say you collect a ton a year of stuff that's possible to do. Right. It's That's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, it sure is.
1: <laughs> By the way, speaking of Shoko, she sent me, when she came back from Japan, I got this fabulous, I call always call it a care package, tea and candy and, oh, my gosh, some of my favorite stuff and uh, torture shoes. i got to talk about those. Right. Um, I never saw anything in my life like torture shoes that they make in Japan. Right. And Well, you have to explain
0: the, torture shoes to people. Yeah, they I don't know. know
1: what the actual name of them are.
0: Torture shoes, I think, is a good word
1: <laughs> <point>. <laughs> They're kind of like a flip-flop. They're kind of a foam bottom, and they kind of got like a slipper top over them. But the soles that you walk on are all little roundy-off bumps.
0: Yeah, they poke your bottom of your foot. It's like a yep. massage. It's yep. a, it's a massage. Yeah. And it and, takes a while to get po- used to wearing them. Pardon me. Takes a while to get used to wearing them.
1: Oh yeah, and I just love them. And um I wear them out actually, wear them to extinction. And then Shoko called. I got I I'm getting you no torture shoes. I found some, <laughs> you know. I was so excited. So, um I have torture shoes again, and they—they they are very good, especially for your back.
0: Right, and they help increase blood circulation on your feet right. and everything. Yeah.
1: It's kind of like getting your a little massage as you walk around, right. and they're not to wear outside; they're just to wear inside the yep. house.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: And you couldn't run in them.
0: <laughs> oh great. no, you would hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wow. yeah, she, she and she packed that sick. You know, she was of course. Soon as I left and went on my trip, she, of course, all this she come crashing down after two weeks of taking care of her dad. And yes, and uh, so I was really worried about her. But um, luckily, and she her,
1: literally got sick when she get, got home. She yeah, stress and the exhaustion.
0: And a neighbor lady, or neighbor, her one of her girlfriends took care of her for a couple of days. So I felt relieved. But uh, yeah, I was actually considering having to come home there for a little bit because yep. I didn't know what was going on, but. You know, speaking of kind of health issues, you've we've had some revelations over it with Chantel and her kids, right?
1: Yes, um, very exciting news on Monique's front. Monique is her oldest, who has had uh, uh, huge issues for years, <laughs> um, and she went for a, a kind of a little routine eye examination. I don't know they were at they weren't at school i don't think they even had recommended from school that she go but chantal took her for uh, just kind of a, to a regular i, I guess doctor. what do you say oculist yeah. or
2: something yeah. Yeah.
1: and she failed it i mean she was making up the num- letters and the numbers she was reading it's like what the heck you know like and even the big ones that didn't have anything to do with, like, how far she could see or I- anything else. Anyway, they the, they said she has to go for a more advanced test. So that office made an appointment at another office. And Chantel, they told her where it was in, in Chantel. I know right where that office is. This is in uh, Nor- Norfolk area. I don't know which town of Virginia, somewhere around there where she lives. Which um, she is actually in Chesapeake, but it's all kind of Greater Norfolk area. And um, Chantelle takes loads of kids up, goes over to this appointment. She is at the wrong place. She does the place she thought she was going in her mind, led by God. That's what we think uh, was a place that actually specialized in brainstem injuries. Right. And and so incredibly advanced. So they said, oh, yeah, we got time. We can work in before noon. So they test Monique and immediately know what's wrong. And she has something called convergence insufficiency. And, okay, how do I want to explain this? Because Chantel sent me a bunch of sites, but her eyes don't focus correctly. hmm So letters on a page, if she would be reading or looking at something, they could actually look fuzzy or jump around. And she has been famous when she would read. Now, she's really smart. We know she's not lacking in IQ, but she's doing horribly in school. And attention deficit, you know, I mean, just can't concentrate. Well, when when she would try to read something or look at the blackboard, as I understand, she would have like a fuzzy effect. And the words might even kind of like jump around because the eye is trying to, the eyes are trying to focus. And maybe they say that sometimes kids even cover one eye or they turn their head to, to way to the side and so that they're only looking with one eye because maybe the other eye's hid with the bridge of the nose. Right. It's just amazing. And, and one of the things that, We've always had trouble with her, is if she, if we wanted to talk to her, you know, we always tried to get her, look me in the eye, Monique, look me in the eye. She would look to the side, she'd look at you, she'd look down. That is one of the symptoms of convergence insufficiency,
2: hmm.
1: because they have trouble focusing, and so so they can't focus, they can't just like look you in the eye and look at you, because I, th- their eyes go in someplace else, so to speak. That's amazing. And uh, they say here it's a, a common condition. This I'm reading from um, an e-medicine thing that Chantal forwarded to, forward to me. Forwarded to me. Convergence insufficiency is a common condition that is characterized by a person's inabil- inability to maintain prop- pop- proper binocular eye alignment on objects as they approach from distance to near. And then it goes on with a lot of technical words uh, that it kind of explains it. But, okay, and here would be another problem in school, for example. If somebody, teacher, or somebody would walk by the side of her, Mm -hmm. she didn't have that vision clear to the side, so she would actually turn her head to look and see who who walked by her. And then she wouldn't be able to find her place back on the paper again. Oh, So she would be searching to try and find that. Oh, my gosh. It's just. So long story short, she gets glasses and eye exercises.
0: Will the glasses solve it or does it have to be a combination?
1: Kind of a combination in a way. But the glasses will do huge things that will broaden her vision and give her some. Now, now, I think she's almost going to have to, like, learn to read again or something. Yeah. Because here's going to be a a new normal for Monique, right? That has never been, you know. I mean, it's it's just amazing in how she has fought. Another thing, when she would read, she would be picking out words here and there and making up the words in between because she couldn't even focus on them, right? So, and and the a child who has that. Never had anything different, so they can't tell somebody, well, I see stuff fuzzy. Right. You know, they they didn't know that, that they weren't supposed to see stuff fuzzy. Hmm. So they don't even try to complain. They just act out in different ways that...
0: Um, well, I had talked to Shoko about this, and we uh, our kids have gotten eye exams pretty regularly all the way from the time when they could read the chart, so... Sure. Um, it is interesting, though.
1: But see, so had Monique. Oh. But but at some point, um, it almost is like they have to almost go one step further to be tested. Huh. But it's 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 something. I mean, if a child is having problems reading, or you know, a lot of different things, if you look at right, it, it right, could right, be a right. simple thing you also have to find the kind of uh, eye doctor that...
0: That has a clue.
1: Right. So it's huge. So they, they went ahead then and uh, also tested, uh, I don't think they did it the same day, but tested Alexandra. Now here is the child that's been hit in the, you know, it was in the accident with Bob, hit by the train. And the doctor is just... He, he can't believe it. he said he has never had a brain stem injury where the person was able to focus hm so here is
0: one that didn't oh, have sandra. an actual here's one that didn't actually have a head injury that's right. got a problem and one that does that did and there's no problem
1: miraculously no problem yes, and they have they put on on. Uh, Alexandra, for example, one of the things they do, they have these glasses they put on, and the glasses tell them what the heck their eyes are doing. And, for example, a good reader, and this is what Alexandra does, skips the first two or three words of a sentence, starts in, then goes back, picks up those words, and reads right on on into the sentence. That is what a good reader does. Hmm. And uh, that was what she did. So it's just, it's been huge. So, Alexandra's not got a problem focusing or with vision. Monique is going to have help. How yeah. fabulous.
0: Yeah, I'd be interested seeing what the how things go for her from here on out. Right. On. And she's and in then, what? She's in fifth. She's in what grade? Sixth
1: grade. Um, gotta think about this. Probably isn't that off. I can't tell you. What See, Ray's, Ray's
0: in seven. Uh, no, wait a minute. Ray's in fifth. Going on to no way. He's in sixth grade. Going on to seventh grade. So Monique's a year. Where's Monique fit in? Uh,
1: she because of her birthday. I think she's in the same grade of Ray.
0: Okay, so she's probably going into the seventh grade.
1: Yeah, because she fell into that birthday. Actually, deal actually,
0: she's, she's a year behind. We we're all we don't have them on same year cycles. Because of birthday...
1: Yeah, birthday issues, that could be Yeah, how yeah, is. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So she's probably going into 6th grade next sixth year. 6th
1: grade, that could be, yeah. she's in 5th yeah. grade, right.
0: Huh. Yeah. Oh, Amazing. Now, not only that, but Alexandra has hooked up and is getting some new therapy, too, right?
1: Yes. Uh, actually, the...
0: actually, Chantel's on TV.
1: Yeah, yes, she was. Um... The insurance company ordered a a high evaluation of Alexandra, and uh, they went up to John Hopkins in uh, Baltimore. They have a new uh, facility there. It's called Kennedy Krieger International Institute for Spinal Cord Injuries. Who knew that they had something like that that close to them? Mm -hmm. Chantel had actually been uh, leaning toward a place in Georgia that she had heard about, Thinking about wanting to have Alexandra uh, reevaluated there, and the insurance company uh, had a person that did research, and one of the uh, doctors at this facility has been um, worked with the doctor that worked with uh, Superman with Christopher Reeves, right, and his uh, spinal cord injuries. So they are far advanced. It's just unbelievable. And um uh they okay, I'm just going to read a little bit off from Chantel's Caring bridge story because I thought it was it kind of tells it all uh, We are on day four of our ten day program here at Kennedy Krieger International. The purpose of the program is for them to evaluate Alexandra, set up ot pt that we will take home with us, teach us how to use Kinesio tape to properly use the e-stem, mach- e-STEM machine and the associated exercises to strengthen the weakened muscle groups where we are using e and set up a three-month appointment to come back and check progress. Now, I want to back up to this Kinesio tape. They've used that on the Olympians that uh, would have injuries and whatnot, mm-hmm. and they have this special tape, and you can actually go online and buy this tape. And, for example, if it's a bruise, injury, this tape, they cut it, and they teach you how to cut it, or the experts know, and it actually lifts the skin up and allows better circulation within a bruise to heal a bruise faster, that's kind of, and then in Alexandra's case, she's got, we call it her wing, her left shoulder, doesn't quite go where it's supposed to, and they just tape it back where they want it. (laughs) It's just—it's just like a miracle. Who would think that you could tape somebody and improve what's wrong with them? Hmm. And I told Chantel, I want you to find out if I can tape my belly and you know improve my <laughs> uh, body shape. Right. And uh, she actually forgot to ask them that. But <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things that they did there—they've got uh, a treadmill underwater. And, uh, okay, it says the cool part of the aqua pool is that they have cameras so they can see where the feet are being placed for proper alignment. Her least favorite, uh, this is one of the uh, things there, is to be strapped into a harness and then walking on a treadmill while two therapists move her feet to re-implant proper foot placement. Oh,
0: she don't like that.
1: No. And what they do is retrain the muscles. And get nerves, new nerves. Actually, there will actually new nerve endings will form. So it's just fascinating. Now you can go on if you want to ask to be a friend of uh, Chantel Paxton on um, Facebook, and I'm sure she will accept you. (laughs) Then she's got uh, quite a series of pictures on there that are just fascinating. Plus. Due to the fact that this is a new program, they came over from the local TV station, and as you mentioned, Chantel and Alexandra were on TV. Right. And it's just a, a short little blurb, but it's just it's just very very fun and very telling.
0: Chantel did a good job on TV too, as she was very yes. very distinct. I'm sure the TV people just loved her because you know, there was no bumbling and. Right. Of course, Chantel it, knows half the stuff better than the doctors do. Now.
1: Right. You know, that, and then, and Alexandra is such a cute subject, you know, so they show Alexandra walking along and, and, you know, saying uh, her leg injury isn't from being hurt, it's from a brain stem injury, you know. Right. So it's just, um, so so what what
0: are you, what's, what's Chantel saying privately? Is she saying things are going good or what's she saying?
1: Oh, we are, it, both of us feel. It's, it's like back to when Alexandra was, almost first in the hospital. It's like something new every day. Huh. Now, they're not there this week because of the holidays, so they'll go back next week because this was a two-week two program or right. ten days. But this uh, P, uh, physical therapist that works with Alexandra has, has a, a master's in physical therapy. I mean, these people are brilliant. And uh, it's just Chantel feels it's exactly what... Alexandra needs at the perfect time. It's hmm. just it's just all in God's timing. Right. And uh, they've actually, she has been kind of, they kind of let her rest for a while from physical therapy because she was so exhausted. And one of the things they did, uh, I think, Friday before they come home, is they uh, put Botox in her leg then that will allow that muscle that is so cramped up and doesn't want to stretch out, will allow it to relax. And then they'll use these little electrodes and actually where the muscle will be electronically stretched or exercised. Right. So they have some far-reaching treatment going on there. And they're also doing uh, uh, brainstem or... um Oh, shoot, I dropped
0: it. Well, we've all kind of assumed up to this point that, you know, the doctor's saying there's no reason why she shouldn't walk normal. Right. And we've always assumed that there's, you know, that muscle was so tight and so, you know.
1: At the speed
0: almost. Yeah, you know, inflexible. Right. So this, you know, and she was so reluctant to stretch because it hurt her so bad. Right. That this will, maybe this will be, this will be maybe just what the doctor ordered here
1: and they it's it's not it's going to be ongoing because um they will go through this then they will go home for 3 months and then they come back to check progress and uh, of course they've got all they'll have her you know like comparing her if they film all this stuff you know they can
0: Don't you think though the insurance company did that to say okay you know what is this patient doing is this patient milking the system do you think that's why they sent him
1: well, they actually told Chantel and she was a little reluctant or scared in the beginning was but it's kinda like that also though. They felt that there could be something that was being ignored that wasn't uh hadn't been checked in a long time. Huh. So they wanted a complete MRI like of her back and everything. Right. And the doctor said told Chantel that Alexandra has uh How does he say it? A more aged spinal cord. Mm -hmm. Um, As we think of it, like uh, high-impact sports, people like football players, um, hockey (laughs) players, boxers, they probably also have more aged spinal cords. You've had a spinal cord injury, Todd. Um, You probably have a more aged spinal cord and it will lead down the road to maybe arthritis, you know what I mean, and some things like that. Right. Uh, So the idea is that they will, if they can take certain stress off the body, and, uh, and she has no breaks in her spinal cord or no holes, which is very good, but if they can take certain stresses off, then she will be, more pain free as the years go on, right, so it's just it's it's beyond our wildest dreams to think that it's so close to them. Here is an institute that is doing uh, brain stem uh they're doing some stem, stem cell research they're oh my gosh, it's just and, and they're actually doing it on patients that are they're moving into patients that are terminal um that have a disease and and are going to die from it i mean it's it's just it's leading edge right so we we couldn't be more excited for our baby to um, yeah of course move, move forward and we're you know like you say it's always been our dream for alexandra that she could that this leg especially could be more normal and
0: now we've got Chantel's updated her Facebook page and she has some uh-huh. pictures on there. So if folks wanna go over to uh, Facebook and then just search for Chantel Paxton, P X T O N, uh yep. they'll be able to find
1: uh-huh.
0: Yeah, they'll be able to find her uh her Facebook page and right. um you guys and can then
1: just um ask to be a friend and yeah, yeah friend her. Yep. you can get in there and Scan through because she's Chantelle is a very fun writer. I mean, she's just very prolific, and you can see the little uh, TV interview and see Alexandra moving in there and on, a, on her own power. It's just it's just great. And then Chantelle took some fabulous pictures while she was there and put them right on on the site.
0: And she's got a carrying bridge journal. Those are a little harder to get to. It's you know that's... right, and
1: it's and it's not quite as. Um, as uh, inclusive as as, as Facebook, yep. it is Caring, caringbridge.com uh, forward slash Alexandra's page. That's what the Caring Bridge. Oh wait, it's dot org. Excuse me. Yeah, caringbridge.org forward slash visit forward slash Alexandra's page. All one word: Alexandra's page. That takes you to Caring Bridge, and then you can uh, subscribe in there for updates on Alexandra. That when Chantal updates that, uh, you'll get a note in your inbox on your email.
0: So, what else is cooking?
1: Well, um, hoping to get through this sale, um, hoping to see the uh, light of day as far as panicking, not having to panic about having all the stuff going through, and uh, excited about. Um, Having my grands come to visit me, Alexandra and uh, Zach, are going to do the first hitch. And then I think uh, Matthew is going to do a little hitch here. And then looking forward to Ray and Anna, possibly more toward fall or Christmas.
0: Yeah, we've got, uh, because Anna and Ray are in another school that's not in their normal geographic area, The school and basically what we do is we've got them in better schools and it's all Shoko's worked real hard to get them into better schools here in Hawaii that's public, without having to have them go to our local school which is not quite as good. The consequence of that is they have to go to summer school. Uh, It's mandatory. They go year round to school. Right and and they do like half days but she's got them, you know, doing other activities and camp and some other things this summer so uh, they won't be available to come this summer. We got to figure out what we're going to do about Ray's. Uh, boys choir stuff during the Christmas holidays because that's usually right. the, that's usually the time that it's really slammed and they're doing a lot of shows he may just have to miss and uh but we'll we'll we've just got to kind of figure that out and plan around it but um yeah they're they're not going to get any less busy either
1: that's a fact it's just going to be and- and, you know, I'm selfish. I'd like them to come here, and they'd like to come. And so yeah, how do we squeeze yeah. it in, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out one way or the other.
1: It's easier for me to go to all of you guys, but but I said I would sure like them to come home because it's been quite a while.
0: Yep, it has. So, anyway, what else did you do for your, I'm yawning here, what else did you do okay. for your Memorial Day?
1: Well, uh, I worked today. I had weddings to deliver, and most of my customers were home, uh, a lot of them doing yard work and stuff. But we didn't. we had a cold wind today. And uh, like right now, it's 59 degrees. I had to run into town earlier. It was about 61 then, and it was so funny because some of the neighbors, even though I live in the country, okay, neighbors down the road here, one of them, they were having a kind of a garage party, had a bunch of people in their garage. But The neighbors right down here on the corner, they were having a picnic out in the backyard. They had the picnic table, and they are out there eating, and they had their winter coats on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's supposed to be warm.
1: It was just a yeah. We've had some fabulous weather last week, but we just got this little cold cold spell passing by. <laughs> we're supposed to get some rain. Somebody's probably getting some rain, but we're not getting it right now.
0: <laughs> well, Mom, we're at fifty-two minutes, and uh, we'll wrap this thing up here, unless you have anything else.
1: No, I'm caught up, Todd. It's been fabulous.
0: And I know it's getting late there for you too. You're probably looking for a looking for a looking for a bed here soon. I'll get this put up a little later. I got a regular show to do tonight as well. But everyone sherry cast at gmail dot com did you have any emails by the way or did you even... uh,
1: I had some uh, fun ones and I kind of skipped those skipped over those I didn't I didn't bring them up
0: okay so sherrycast at gmail dot com c h e r i e cast at gmail dot com of course make sure you subscribe to the show tell people about the show. We're always looking to uh, uh, give a caring or give you know give a lift up to those that are in need and we hope that uh, you'll basically share information about the show with others. And uh, otherwise, we'll see if we can get this thing knocked out in another month, Mom.
1: <laughs> right. And uh, if our life keeps going as busy it is, it, as it is, we'll work them in when we can, Todd. Okay. And, and I thank uh, our loyal people for sticking with us during our uh, our crazy uh, long times in between.
0: I guess that's it. And until next time, for everyone from here from Honolulu, aloha. And, Mom?
1: And aloha from Michigan. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. I'll sign off now.